You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. There's a in? check. Yeah, we're in. We're in. What's uh we're a little late with this one. We're late. We were gaming. We were busy gaming. <laughs> we're busy people. Uh you were busy not understanding menus. Yeah, maybe this should be addressed at the top. Uh my and you know, you can attest to this obviously. We've been in each other's presence for the last 24 hours or so. My my brain's really not working that well. Well, you got off to a bad start when you refused to read about a thousand words. You had like a real struggle. You kept saying it's so many words. It, it's not so. I mean, I know I focused on the length, right? You were like you were like a really stupid kid in fourth grade that's like very scared of having to read the book for the book report. Well, that was me in fourth grade for sure. But but it's it's not. I know I focused on the length of it. It's but that wasn't the whole. That that wasn't the whole of my. Uh, apprehension it was the fact that it was nonsense number one the fact that it doesn't concern me number two the fact that i don't care number three and then yes the fact that it was like it was i've said it was like seven pages it was maybe three everybody <laughs> eric is referring to some call out we're not going to talk about it because then we, we, we the eye of Suron turns to us and we'll get in the we'll get the in the blast radius of what is a social media suicide bomber just the fucking most hey everybody i know you're not supposed to i know you're supposed to believe all women and all that shit if a female friend of yours is going through like what looks like a early menopause freak out where she stops making sense and goes on tiktok and says a bunch of wild shit about like really mild call outs from like a decade ago. Just do that. Be a friend and say, Hey, are are you okay? Is it, you know, like did, did your insurance lapse and you can't afford your SSRIs or what? It would just ask if that person's all right, because what Eric and I spent the day lightly clowning on is actually not funny. It's like pretty disturbing. That person isn't a low point. It's funny. <laughs> Listen, I, again, I don't want to get into it because then we, no, 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 we I don't, fall into the blast radius. I don't want to get into it. The larger point is, is what, what's wrong with my brain? Do I have a parasite? Oh yeah. You got a parasite. What's up with my, I, I, I mean, I got like five hours of sleep. I couldn't sleep. I'm like jet lagged. Um, you know, that, 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 that plays into part of it, but I'm like having a really hard time, like focusing and like thinking I, 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 these the, these advanced stages of, of of Alzheimer's like what yeah do I have COVID brain so they there's these research, there's a study that says that uh, the findings are that TikTok lowers your attention span and gives you facial tics yeah you've been spending a lot of time on Instagram which is just boomer TikTok yeah <laughs> so I think you should I like delete Instagram maybe 
I just maybe even just for like a week or something. I've responded to a couple messages, but I haven't looked at the feed in 10 days and I'm feeling mentally well, but I end up looking at my money all day. Well, at least that has, you know, tangible, practical purpose. Unless you're just looking at your crypto go up and down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that, that's like, that's an outlet for your like internal, like gambling fixation. Like that, I think that satisfies, that scratches that itch for you. But it it's compulsive. So you're always opening something the same way you're always opening Instagram because people, when they just yeah, have a yeah. down moment, they look at Instagram. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying I mean, to get yeah. away from that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I advocated a long time for, for taking Twitter off your phone and Instagram hasn't, I don't think has impacted my mental health to the degree Twitter once did. Uh, but I could probably, I could, this is, you know, it's the beginning of the year. It's all about doing, you know, trying to better yourself or doing things to improve your life or whatever. Maybe I should nix the Instagram for a little while. It's probably not a bad idea. Just because my, you know, you know, I, I feel s- my brain atrophying. I say that, but then I'm also a man in a relationship where Instagram does, you no service if you're in a relationship. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Insta- I mean, the whole idea of Instagram is maybe you look at some cool art. I do look at cool art. I look at I love looking at cool art. I, that's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. But the second favorite part. It's hoes. It's hoes. It's the it's hostagram. Come on. So I have on many occasions tried to convince my girlfriend that it's not hostagram. It's hostagram. But it it and that's because I've got like this really Pollyanna-ish, like uh, Lemmy from of mice and men sort of simple person view of uh, hoes, where I think you can have a very well-adjusted, non-creepy response to people living their best life and looking good and, and healthy and all that. Yeah. And, but the problem is, and people that say this are right, ultimately. I, f- I put up a fight. No matter what your intent, somebody can always read you like a thirsty creep. Sure. So... I remember there was this girl in high school who I thought she was pretty ugly, actually. But whenever she would look nice, I'd say, you look nice today. Right. And I was just being nice. But I bet at some juncture, she goes, damn, Patrick wants to fuck me so bad. Probably. You know, I mean, she was like to her girlfriend. She's like, he won't stop. Meanwhile, all I would ever do is like say, like, you look nice. So. You can't win. So why are you putting yourself, particularly like if you're like me now, like a like a essentially married dude, why would you put yourself in the harm's way of being misread? Well, no, I mean, what if, if you, I'm actually telling you you look nice because you're ugly? No, no, and I'm I'm gonna get oh. burnt for that. Fuck. Well, yeah, don't don't even don't even bother with that. But no, I mean, if you're if you if you got a partner, yeah, there's no reason to be on Instagram. I mean, I guess looking at cool art. Maybe keeping up with with friends who are far away or whatever, but they can just message you. They yeah. See, well, that's the thing is like, I have noticed that in my use of Instagram, my texting has gone down quite significantly. Where it's just like, I could just text my friends who maybe I, but like you know, you respond to stories. There's like more of a prompt maybe to for communication with Instagram. But yeah, if you if you're if you're a dude in a relationship, there's really no reason to have it. But I will say, you know, being a thirsty single person on the internet used to be fine 
I mean, I think it's still fine. Like, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. And it can lead to something. You can, I, there, I've had relationships in my life that started out as me thirsting over someone on the internet. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't even think it's necessarily a bad thing. But if you are, yeah, if you're partnered up, then there's no point to it. Yeah. And you definitely shouldn't be. I hear what you're saying. Like, just being like, hey, you look nice today. That can be a simple gesture, compliment, whatever. Not there. There isn't necessarily any thirst behind that. No, a couple. But like, but but you shouldn't be doing it if you're in a relationship. Uh, no, you're gonna just jam yourself up for sure. Because a couple of years ago, I was like, you know, I should make an effort. It should be part of my weekly routine to reach out to friends on like Saturday, just make sure everybody's good. Yeah. And then once a week, just tell people, like, hey, like, looks like you're doing good, or you know, blah, blah, blah. But of course I, I didn't do it because you're just going to get misread. Well, I don't know about that. Well, what do you think you're like, people are going to think you're condescending or something? No, no, no. Like people are going to think you're trying to hit it. Well, if you do it to women, but how fucked up is that? I can't tell women they're doing good. I mean, I mean, the answer is no, I get it. But like, that's tragic to me. No, I mean, I think the answer is yes, but like, you know, I don't think it's impossible. Like, if you, I don't think if you reach out to a woman and say, "Hey, like, you look good," or "You look like you're doing," well, it's not necessarily they're gonna be like, "Oh, he's trying to hit." Like, they'll probably respond and be like, "Hey, thanks," like, or just like, "Oh, that's nice of you to say." Right. I sure, but I think enough people would get it in the because you tell me. Never a woman has been in my DMs where I assumed she was trying to fuck me. Never once. I mean, I couldn't say. I mean, I... I no, have you assumed? Like, when a woman said... Oh. Like, if you put up one of your fucking weird thirst traps, your hair thirst traps, mm. it's so fucking bizarre. If you put up one of those and a woman responds with just like, you know, scalp is looking full, Eric. <laughs> whatever the fuck you expect from a hair thirst trap. It, like, if she responds to that... Do you assume that she is trying to sleep with you? I get plenty of hard eye reacts. Don't don't you worry about me. Okay. See, I even a hard eye, like I'm naive. I'm Lemmy. I'm a simple I'm I'm a, a simple person, you know? I don't assume everybody's trying to fuck me. I mean, it can just be a flirtation. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're they want to come over right now and slam. But could it also just be good natured? Sure. Yeah. You can, yeah. But you still are getting yourself in trouble. If you're, if you, I mean, if you gotta, if you, if you have a woman in your life, yeah, don't do that. Can't communicate with other women when you got a woman in your life. No, you really can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I mean, I used to, I used to argue this because I was like, no, come on, we don't got to assume everybody's trying to have sex with everybody. I know I'm not, but it's just, it's too messy. I mean, ultimately, I defer. I defer. I just say, okay, yeah, look, I'm wrong. I mean, you're just going to make, like, I've never given a shit who my girlfriend talks to. Like, when I've had girlfriends, like, who they're messaging, their dude friends, I'm not really a jealous type at all. But pretty much every woman I've been with, they don't like that shit. Oh, no, they don't like They're it. They're very territorial about yeah, other women, women in your life. No, that's a, that's a fact. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a, a friend who's a woman and it's strictly platonic, they're like, no, 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 no. But what they is don't this? buy it. 
Yo, everybody at home, sorry for this like very like fucking like 1989 fucking comedian bit where we talk about like women and men can't be friends, but like they obviously can. Obviously, I but, have plenty of friends who are women. But like, I find this. I find the whole thing frustrating. I mean, I don't really care ultimately. I mean, like. Like, you find it frustrating that you can't I find it frustrating that, like, there is such a potential for misunderstanding. You know what? Let's bring it back to the call-out. We're not going to say the call-out by name because the IS Suran then comes on us. But that freaks me out because that's a person who misread everyone in their life to the extent that they're, they're like, having a mental breakdown in front of the world right now. Yeah. So, like... Are you? Am I just supposed to go through life guarded, assuming that everybody will misunderstand me at all times? No, I mean that you know. Because let's be you're, honest, you're you have a fear of being like victimized. In like I do one of, of one of these situations. I do where it's like this is not. See, this is you being naive now. Every dude, listen. I've talked. Am to I du- being naive or are you being too fucking paranoid? No, I can assure you. Every dude who isn't doing anything wrong thinks that they can't get got. I assure you, it has nothing to do with you doing anything wrong. No, uh, yeah, of course. I, I mean, anyone can get got. Anyone can be misunderstood. Anyone can meet someone who is... You run into a single white female, like, fucking, like, like weird... What's that other movie? Uh, 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 the, the one where she boils the rabbit. Misery? No, good guess. Well, yeah, whatever. You run into misery, lady. Yeah. Your life is just different afterwards. For everybody that doesn't isn't picking up what I'm putting down, I've had a stalker or two, and it's so miserable. It's so fucking miserable. It's not, like, funny. Like, I always thought, like, oh, having a stalker would be funny. Like, I'd go sit with her, blah, blah, blah. It's not funny. It's somebody who's trying to dismantle your life because they're going through something. Yeah, it's disturbing. It can, listen, it can happen. I just, I don't think, well, you're maybe more on guard about this because you're more of a public person than I am or, and, and probably most people listen to this podcast. What if it's like that movie where Demi Moore and Michael Douglas, she rapes him and then she says that he raped her and he under, she tries to dismantle her, her, his career at their firm. That could be you. Is that, which, which one was that? I the face it, off? It, no, <laughs> it's face off. Yeah, I think it's called Broken Arrow. Um, I, I don't know, dude. I like. I'm not. Obvi- I can I can acknowledge that yes, it can happen to anyone, right? As but, you go up the ladder and become like Brett Ratner, <laughs> you're gonna get got. I I mean probably maybe it's just something you have to look at as an inevitability, and in that sense, you have to show no fear. Okay, so you're already wet. You're not trying to avoid the rain. Right. Like, you just, you're walking, you're... I think if you let the nutty squirrels into your house, (laughs) then you're gonna, they're gonna end up taking a home in your attic. But you can't assume everyone's a nutty squirrel. Yeah, dude. Because most people aren't. You say that, but you can't... I think you can tell 90% of the time. It's that 10% that I think is deeply scary. I'm so high risk that even if they are crazy, I'm like, mm-hmm. you see, you throw oh, it's so bad. No, it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Listen, I don't 
really give a shit what happens to me. Uh, well, that is a good attitude. You know, <laughs> I just don't fucking care anymore. I listen. I've spent a lot of my life, especially in my twenties, trying to like keep my hands fixed on the steering wheel, and uh, a lot of times I was driving erratically. I've gotten it under control, and I've I've gotten my life to a place where it's like it's. I'm kind of done with the steering wheel. I'm just taking my hands off and just going, I don't give a shit. I might pre-write a notes app apology. <laughs> that just, but see, that makes you sound sus as fuck. Like no, you, no, like no. you got no, some no, skeletons. No, listen, here's the thing. Yeah. I've watched three dudes minimum who did not do it. Straight up did not. Confirmed witnesses did not do it. Have their lives completely ruined yeah. by fraudulent liars. They should have had their notes app apology ready to go. Mine is also going to include that I do rap the N-word, though. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's oh man, God, you're a weird dude. Because you're not you're you're so not scared of many things. I'm scared of almost nothing. <laughs> except for except for this, like you know what it is? When I was on the subway the other day. I was scared and I was this New York subway or LA subway, LA subway. Oh yeah. And I was, I wasn't scared because they're dangerous men. I'm totally good with dangerous men. I'm very not okay with crazy people. I hate being around crazy people more than almost anything I can fucking describe because I can't anticipate their behavior. I don't know what they're going to do next. They freak me the fuck out. That's how I feel about that crazy like accusation land that is currently the landscape for all musicians. So like that shit is scary because it's like being on the train with a crazy person. You don't need to be like suspect yourself in any way to be hit by a crazy person. That's why like, I just can't people that are erratic freak me out. Like this person that we've been watching on TikTok. That person is unhinged. There's yeah. no telling what they're going to do next. But I don't think this person has ruined anyone's life yet. But not from lack of trying. Not from lack of trying. True. And imagine, like, let's say that, like, let's say that that, like, any of the people that she's lashing out at have enemies. Those enemies are going to seize on this and treat it as though it's true, despite the fact that it seems to be the ramblings of, like, a person who needs to be checked on. Yeah. I mean, potentially, I mean, this one has seemingly, it's probably really annoying for people listening that are, but I, I, we're not going to specifics. Yeah, I don't Sorry. Worry. Everybody, this could be one of four people right now because this is the world. Yeah. But it's like, this doesn't seem like it's going to have, I mean, it's, it seems it's any, there's not an honest person on this earth that could read that shit. And that's the problem. You, you look at you. I know. I know. Look at you. You're, you're making critical errors. You say shit like there's not an honest person. D- uh, duh. Like <laughs> th- th- there is. That's the problem is that you are assuming everybody is acting in good faith. Yeah. What I've seen of the world the last five years has been that you have to assume people are acting in bad faith and people are lying. Yeah, I mean, you know, that no, that's completely fair. Uh, I just, 
and 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 you know the track record is obviously not great. I just like I, I think in, I, we could be seeing finally the instances of we might be over this type of shit. You know what I mean? Like when things become fully risible, like when everybody is laughing at something, it means that it's it's power is kind of gone. Yeah. But we're not quite there yet. Not quite there. We're not there at the everyone's laughing, but we're at the I think we're at the kind of like the eye the eye sort like the sort of like like you look at the person next to you and you both kind of go Oof. yeah you Is anybody going to say anything you, you you everyone in the room looks at each other and has a furrowed brow yeah uh I think we're arriving at that point listen I get why you know you're nervous about this sort of thing but it is just like it is sort of just you have to walk into the you, you, we're all on the train tracks we're all tied to the train tracks. Okay. Maybe we're all just, we're it's walking. Not, no, no, no. If you're, okay, if, if you're, listen, I'm trying to fluff out this analogy. If you're a public facing person, you're willingly walking onto the train tracks and maybe the train hits you, but you, 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 you're putting yourself in that space purely by being that type of person. So it's kind of just like, you kind of just have to throw your hands in the air and just be like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Maybe I get got, but there's not really much I can, there's not much you can do about it. Also, when I'm in my car, I do rap the N-word part of rap songs. <laughs> I mean, you know, you see, that, that's the very funny thing is that you don't do much to help you yourself. You help your case. See, this is a weird, pro- this is a tick that I have, is that I have, some people have an uh, overdeveloped sense of justice. I have an overdeveloped sense of reason where I go, I think the average person of even mediocre intelligence should be able to delineate between me making off-color jokes and any like untrue things somebody might say about me now i understand the reality which is people don't have that ability right but i have an overdeveloped sense of reason where i just go but you should be able to come on well, well, it, people in their honest hearts can, but as we established, there's no, there are yeah, no there's honest not very people. Many, there's not very many honest hearts out there. There, well, that's the thing is, their hearts are honest, but they don't. No, everyone's afraid to jump out and be like, "That's bullshit." You know what I mean? People yep. would rather keep their head low. You know what I mean? People would rather like say, "Go, that's bullshit," and then carry on yep. with their day, rather than put themselves out there. That's that's. We all let it happen, right? We're the good Germans, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, look. The I, good Germans of TikTok. <laughs> it's, uh, I wouldn't, I understand, right? I have things that I'm afraid of, right? But it's just like it's something, if, if you truly have no control or say in the situation, then it's kind of just like you can't really let it, let it bother you that much. Two things I'm afraid of. Yeah. In all of life. Uh-huh. And almost nothing else. Uh-huh. Afraid of walking into a gas station bathroom and being raped. Wow. Really okay. afraid of it. Always have been. Really? Yeah. You're See, afraid of a gas station bathroom? Gas station bathrooms, I am afraid of being sexually assaulted in a gas station bathroom. Have always been, will probably always be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, because... I'm always going into those shits in weird locations, right? Using the key, 
you know, like yeah. that whole thing. It's like attached to like a piece of wood. Yeah, it's yeah. got a block. Of, it's got a block of wood or like the end of a, a, a of a, a mop or some shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I'm going. They say it's outside. It's around the corner. It's dark. There's one light that's got that old school style light that mm. attracts all the bugs. You know what I mean? Great bathroom. I'm I yeah. I'm in. I'm on tour, so I'm away. I'm outside of my comfort zone. I don't know where the fuck I am. Yeah, you're out. You're outside uh, Tulsa. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. I'm outside Tulsa, meth head country. Yeah, I'm fucking turning the key in the lock, and there could maybe the guy before me left it the door open. Yeah, and maybe there's a guy in there. Yeah, and that guy in there likes to hold a knife to people like me's throat and and sexually violate them, and I've had this in my head forever. And the other thing that I fear is people who have facial tics from watching TikTok and who are not, who are off their SSRIs yeah. and acting wild. One is a little bit more reasonable. One, one, which fear is more reasonable than the other? Uh, both are, the, the bathroom one is not, that one I think is kind of an unreasonable fear. Uh, I don't think it's likely that that'll happen. Well, That's, I don't think the, <clears throat> I don't think the other one is likely to happen. Yeah. But who's, both of these things I fear because they are in the hands of people who are unwell. All right. So it stems from, from crazy people. You're afraid of, uh, an irrational person jamming you up. Yeah, I'm not afraid to say literally it. or figuratively. For everybody that is listening to this, that's like, "Ooh, how can I jam Patrick up this week?" I'm a full-on ableist. If you have like a severe mental illness, I don't fuck with you. Well, that's it. And not like I want bad things to happen to you, or you shouldn't get a bank loan, or you shouldn't get married. <clears throat> I'm not discriminating against you. Just in my personal life, I can't make any space for somebody that's like out to lunch. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it, man. But I, I wouldn't. I think you walk around with this on your shoulders. I do. This is like this is this is the therapy episode. Uh, I don't think there's, there's any sense in 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 worrying about uh, shit that you can't control. I mean, I know that's pretty much that. That's the sort. All worries ultimately come from something. I was gonna say, if have. I could control it, I would. Right, not worry. you wouldn't worry about it. But 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 it's the same logic. If you can't control it, then why worry about it? Yeah, I think that's rational. But I don't know. Like <clears throat> people hate the Me Too shit. I'm just gonna say there was a bunch of us that saw like flagrant. Like people's lives get ruined on flagrant lies that everybody behind the scenes in music knows are lies. And I think that a lot of dudes got the shakes after it. I don't think it's just me. I think that people, no. that, I think like, I know a dude that's been with like a couple hundred women and like he, he, I think he shoots up in bed like cold sweats because when you've messed around with that many women, you've messed around with at least 50 unwell people. You didn't know it at the time. You weren't like fucking aiming for unwell. But statistically, you are just, you were fucking around with unwell people. Look, there's crazy people in this world that are going to, you know, but like, you, I don't know. I just, I still think you can't walk around with that, like, 
I don't think you can shoot up at night being in a cold sweat. It's you just have to realize that you exist out in this world. And in the same way that when you walk out the front door, a guy could shove a fucking knife in your throat. Someone can say some shit about you on the Internet. That's the world that, that, that it's I'm not saying it's good. It's fucked up. And like, you know, anyone I mean, really, it's like the people that are uh, complicit in allowing people to get taken down by bullshit. It's kind of like their fault in a way, or it's kind of like the fault of like people so willingly throwing people in the garbage can or under the bus that in situations that they really don't have any idea. Yeah, I mean, like the the full accountability falls on the nut job, but like the the diffused accountability falls onto people that are that do the like. I knew it. I unfollowed him like years ago. They're like cheering them on. Yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. Like they're psyched for simply yo the weirdest. Yeah. When Neil deGrasse Tyson got hit with some, like, fucking false Me Too, the people that were like, I knew it. Yeah. How did you know that? Yeah. What, you got a sixth sense for fake Me Too's? I knew, I sensed Neil liked pussy. See, I always thought he was gay. He kind of has that energy. I get kind of a gay vibe from him. I think he's been married for a long time. See, that's the thing. It's like he's either gay or like, yeah, he's been he's like with his high school sweetheart. Right, right. There's one or the other. Uh, the other form of gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, I, look, I, I don't know, man. You At a certain point, you got to just you, you can't you can't be fucked up about shit that you can't you, you got no you got no say over it. Mm. You can't live in fear. You can't let it dominate your mind. I wouldn't say it dominates my mind, but I, I, I would say that I. Uh, when things don't make sense anymore, that's when you get fucked up on them. Like people like you can have like a, like a comfort in being like, it only hurts the bad people. I'm not bad. But like once you've seen it up close and you're like, oh shit, this dude has got to go do DoorDash in t- fucking Tennessee because his life is fucked. And then three weeks later, you find out that that girl has done that to 11 people across six different states and is now institutionalized. And you're like, wait a second, wait a second. Can we get the guy that's doing DoorDash back in here? And people are like, nah, he's dead now. We we don't give yeah. a fuck. He hung himself in a fucking drug motel. It's like, yo, wait a second. What are we doing? That's fucked. Well, this is the thing, man. I, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, maybe the good advice is like, yo, establish like a nice fallback. Like if you get if you are doing one thing and life gets fucked up and you can't do that thing anymore, have a solid, you know, you don't so you don't have to do DoorDash in Tulsa. Like have have a solid, you know, have a solid portfolio, own property, get into crypto. You know, know I advocate all these things. Trade, you know, do do day trading, like get into day trading rather than fucking, you know, doing fucking driving Ubers. Yeah, you know what I mean? And if you got to move back in with your folks. I was just living with my folks for a month. It was it's not, not so bad. It's not so bad, <laughs> it's not man. So it's bad, really man. not so bad. Uh, it, it, you know, and 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 a, a, honestly, kind of a bigger thing. But like, surround yourself with friends, with a with a partner, a lover that's gonna like that knows you in your soul. So when the shit hits you, they're not gonna just leave you in the in the in the in the mud. Yo, I talked to one of these dudes that got like hyper canceled. Homies of his that like knew the situation peeled him off and were like, like, nah, nah, nah. I, 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 one of them actually said like, hey, I don't think that happened, but you know, I can't be around you. What? 
I, what are you, a politician? I mean, that's like the most low life of thing to me is like, if, I think people have a, have a, maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I have like a weird view of like friendship, right? Where it's like, if I'm, if I'm friends with someone, if I'm like loyal to somebody, I mean, like they could be guilty of murder and it's like, you know, I, they're in a fucked up place, right? They did a fucked up thing. I would feel your commissary. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, I, I. On some level, I understand the compulsion to peel off if your view of friendship is like, is such that, you know, that like, but like my, my close group of friends, they're like, you know, they're family members. You know what I mean? I would go down with the ship for like a decent, not even good friend. I'd go down with the ship just because I'd be like, yeah, look, like I'm not, I don't want to live in a world where I got to fucking denounce somebody. No. Yo, a public denun- we've talked about it. A public denunciation is about the biggest scumbag move you can do. <laughs> Yo, you shouldn't even be able to sleep. You should get that disease you told me about where you can't sleep anymore and you go insane. Oh god. Don't even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um No, look, I don't know. It's do we want to talk about like what what do we usually talk about on this show? I'd like to talk about the uh numerous menus on a on a Xbox One. Oh God! What a nightmare. We bought an Xbox. It was a fucking nightmare to set up, and it was like even I was so glad that Matt came over and had trouble with it because you were just assuming that I was like had a mental defect. I thought you were like <laughs> not like needed to be a ward of the state. <laughs> Listen, I admit I'm not killing it when I don't get a good amount of sleep, uh, and I've also been like I haven't exercised. I'm not. I'm. I, I'm in a. I'm in a rebuilding phase, right? I'm in a. When a sports team is having a shitty season, that's where I'm at right now. I'm in a rebuilding phase for this month. Uh, you gonna walk up that mountain tomorrow? You gonna make excuses? If I can get a good night's sleep, yes. Um. Is any? Is, is there a single thing going on in the news that anyone gives a fuck about? No, I'm like really grateful. I didn't see any news today. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Uh, a synagogue got shot up by a guy with a very clearly Muslim name, and the <laughs> news is only reporting that he is <laughs> an English citizen. <laughs> that's the only part of it that they're mentioning. Yeah, look, we don't got to talk about shit that's going to get us in trouble. <laughs> the, the news being... They're just, not showing his photograph, which they have. They're coming for <laughs> Rogan. They're trying to kill Rogan yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Every week now. Every- it's getting like really like media. You're you're come on, man. Like they- Rogan or hate Rogan, it doesn't fucking matter. You're not. It, it, this is a tragic effort. Well, was it, it was like some? It was like a, a letter written by 280. Uh, no, it was. A, I don't know who wrote the letter, but 280 scientists like signed it, yep. right? And it was something to like say that like Rogan is spreading dangerous misinformation about COVID. And they want his employer to act. Yeah, yeah. 
That's disgusting, man. <laughs> Straight up, that's disgusting. You want what you want his employer, he's a radio pro, he's a radio host. You want his employer to say, "Hey, don't talk about anything which free-thinking individuals can make up their own mind about and we might not like where they make up what they arrive at." That's what you're fucking saying. You're saying push the same net. Hey, Spotify, and make sure that your contract employees push the same narrative as the mainstream media. That's the fucking thing. So that, that, that this is what it's entirely about, because I, I think it's it should be people can't in general. I would say people have difficulty uh, like reading between the lines where it's like those Q3 like uh, ratings for for different media uh came out a week before all this like road yeah, shit yeah, started. Yeah, nothing suspicious about this. And it was like the, this thing, like the Joe Rogan experience like trounces every major cable news out, out, uh, outlet, every major cable news primetime show, like just like 10 times the viewership. It's like three to one, like of the closest. Yeah. So like, the fact that all of a sudden, like literally a week later, it was all this like shit, like hit piece on Rogan and shit like that. It's just like, it's so obvious and people want to paint it in lines of like the public good and like, you know, misinformation versus it's like our duty to blah, 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 blah. You know, the public good is the individual making up their own mind, even if it kills them. That's the public good. It's like so tired, bro. It's just so, it's such a fucking, it's such tired bullshit. Like, if you don't see this as they, these legacy institutions have lost control of the narrative, they've lost control of, they have their own narrative in which they spin, and it's repeated ad nauseum on all their outlets, but it's losing its influence. And that's what this is about. It's about a power game, it's about an influence game, it's about a money game, and they are slowly dying and losing control of, of the power that they once held on people. And it's because people don't fucking trust them. People think that this is a, people don't want to acknowledge what I'm about to say. It's like a Rogan esque point. And that's probably why they dismiss it. Also, he's like a jacked dude. So people just hate meatheads. That's what it is, right? People feel bullied from high school. So they, whatever Joe Rogan, like they have Rogan derangement syndrome, but the, I'm trying to make my point. Continue for me because this is going to take a minute. I mean, I, I think people do. There is, there does seem to be like this sort of resentment of anything masculine, uh, for the most part in the world, or this like redefining of like what masculine kind of is. You know what I mean? Or it's like shitting on things like MMA or Rogan or whatever, like hunting or like the you know, but like you know, like a real man is soft and kind and you know like is uh you know understanding and which all true things but they also are stupid and like dumb shit you know and and you know typical of you know they like hunting and dumb joe rogan fucking mma fights like that's also true very evidently true uh some of them like to play halo fucking love playing halo (laughs) uh you know 
that's definitely a thing. I don't know if that's as much because if if this was the Jane Rogan experience, they'd be as pissed off. You know what I mean? It's the fact that he holds the influence he holds, and the fact that he doesn't toe the narrative. But he holds the influence he holds because he doesn't toe the narrative. Because they don't trust you anymore. They don't trust the legacy institutions because. Truth be told, you can find plenty of examples of Joe Rogan saying stupid shit that isn't true and just as many as the news saying shit that is not true. Oh, that's a that would be a very fun exercise. It's <laughs> it's very easy. It's very easy to find these comps of the news saying shit that's both and it's like this is not a new phenomenon. You can find shit from fucking from decades ago that the New York Times reported on that was bullshit. I think it's more than that like <clears throat> It's not just the, it's not, it's not being wrong. It's not even lying. I'm genuinely triggered watching the news with my parents because I don't watch the news that way. The amount of intentionally misleading weasel words is fucking insane. So example on NPR the other day, they were talking about the oath keeper guy. That's going to probably do a, six months and good behavior. They couldn't get Trump. It's obvious that, that like it's becoming manifest that they're not going to be able to get Trump on any sort of charge. Yep. So they're creating boogeymen. Yep. They got the oath keeper guy <clears throat> in NPR's reporting on him. They said they listed his charges, which is like sedacious something. Right. And they said, well, it is, it is not believed it or what is it? They said, um, Oh, the FBI can't be certain or is uncertain if he entered the, the Capitol building. Uh, he is, be, he's, so he's not being charged with that. He's being charged with this other suit. Here's what I can tell you with absolute certainty. The FBI knows. You are, you are choosing that language of can't be certain because it allows for the listener to fill the possibility that he could have been that he must have been, that he is that type of guy. We know this about him. He was in there. But the FBI knows that he wasn't in there because if he was in there, he would have additional charges and it would be part of their case. They know everybody that was in there. They know he wasn't in there. NPR, you know that. Why did you report it the way that you chose to report it? Because it leaves the door open for the listener to assume the worst. That's the sort of thing that when you're listening, like this is like Ralph Nader shit now, but like when you're, when you're listening to this sort of shit, these are the things you have to be aware of. How am I being subtly manipulated? Forget the lies. I, cause this is where like once an episode, I've listened to plenty of Rogan when once an episode Rogan goes, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm an idiot, but yeah, <clears throat> I've never heard Anderson Cooper go. I, I, I mean, Really, I am just the son of a socialite who was put in this position because I had silver hair at age 23. Yeah. He never says that. Right. Which is, but I mean, that's part of the humanization. That's, that's, that's part of like Joe Rogan comes off like a genuine human, which he may not be, Mm -hmm. you know, he could be a total grifter. And I'm, I'm certain that he cycles through subjects because he knows it's what people want to hear when they listen to his show. I've I've listened to episodes where there's lulls in the conversation, and he's like, "What about the lab leak, though? You know, you read about this. You know what I mean? Like, but 
And maybe that's my cynical read, and maybe he's just saying that shit because it's something he was thinking about or genuinely shit. Either way, no, you, you're 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 correct on that, and it's it's just like you know people don't trust these institutions because they don't read as genuine in any way, and it's you know Rogan, I. I'm I'm the only person that I know that makes and maybe maybe it's not apt or I don't know but I think it's apt. Joe Rogan is the he's the predecessor of or no what comes after is predecessor after or is it before successor he's the successor to John to to John Stewart. He's a comedian. He is a seen as an independent voice. He is seen as reasonable and logical, and he's seen as someone who calls out the larger institutions on their bullshit. They may be slightly different politically. Rogan's a little bit more libertarianish. John Stewart, more of a classical liberal. Although I bet you if you got them in the room, they would agree on way more. Virtually everything. Pretty much everything. And it, it like conf- when when John Stewart did that thing about the lab leak thing on, 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 on Colbert, it was like such a confirmation that I was like not crazy or not falling down these like weird like red pill holes. I was like, oh, thank you. Um, it, 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 it's it. Yeah, he is the logical successor to the uh, people place the same amount of trust in these in these type of voices. So it's and and like the new like the larger media has just every time they've made an error they, they an error they've never uh they've never done any cleanup they've never they've just lost people's faith and lost the trust like over and over you, you can on a broad on a broad scale you can go back to like the weapons of mass destruction bullshit but like even on a micro scale, like you can just go like all the Russia stuff, all the stuff oh. that never turned out to be true, oh. that just never panned out. And like even the most diehard of Russia people will be like, well, there was blah, 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 but blah, blah, blah. And it's like, OK, but people were led down a hole with this like espionage thriller shit that just never panned out. So at a certain point, you get tired. You just go like, I'm done watching this. It's like you keep making me anxious and making me feel like the world's about to end and making like you people are just fed up with the shit and they want, but but then there's the boomer doomers like my parents who can't get enough. There's no helping them. Can't get enough of January 6th is uh, every day. There's a, a, hold on. January 6th is nine 11 and nine 11 is every day. (laughs) That's the fucking boomer doomer mentality. But you know what? It's the thing among boomers. I think is boomers are not like willing to be as cynical as we are about this. And not at all. You know what But like, it's the thing is it's like, can you call it cynicism if it's like an if it's accurate? You know what I mean? You can, but like the way that the way that they see the way that they have more time on earth than us and have seen more fraudulent public figures than us. Yeah. Public servants, I should say. Yeah. And still have a very strange trust in them. Is got to be a generational thing that I, I, there's no getting your head around. You know, like there's, there will be never, there, there will, I can't understand in any capacity, just as they probably can't understand. Like my father thinks I'm like a rebel and I'm like rebel for, (laughs) for what? But like, you know what I mean? Like for not like, like extract, extracting, uh, extrapolate. uh, What do you call it when you take somebody's dick out of their pants? Sexual assault? No, consensually. Oh, um, hand job. 
Well, there, it would involve a hand. I'm not taking Dr. Fauci by the root of his penis. Yeah. Uh, uh, cupping his balls with my other hand and filleting them. Yeah, no. But that's boomers love that. Well, this is the thing. It's like the most reasonable way I've heard anybody put it is that like, I forget who said it. It was someone on Twitter. It was just like, hey, we should be able to discuss the vaccine and public health and Dr. Fauci at all in in parameters that are not fucking like in a more nuanced pr- we should be able to discuss these things in ways that aren't like praising them and taking them at complete utter faith and f- and, and and also and also not like just being thrown into the thresher you know what i mean i think that you should continually throw public servants in it, it, you should hang them every day i don't mean literally no, but I, I, I mean anyone who has anything dissenting or anything you know anything uh any questions shouldn't be taken on immediate bad faith. Like the only the only acceptable discussion of vaccines or public health on the internet is either praising it or criticizing it because they're telling us to go back to work too soon. That's the only acceptable criticism of anything. Yeah, the CDC, which was my friend, and I believed everything they said, is now my betrayer, and I do not trust them. And if so- I said anything negative about them uh, six months ago, people would be up my ass. Yeah, yeah, of course. People would assume I was a Trump voter. Yep. So it's just like, you know, there's, like, you know, there has to be room for discussion of these things. I, if the news media is, to me, they're, like, stupid, because they should be trying to harness, if they cared about surviving... I mean, I guess they're they're stuck between a rock and a hard place because their corporate sponsors are pharmaceutical companies. Uh, but if they wanted to do anything to regain the public trust or harness the Joe Rogan energy, if you can't beat him, yes, join him. You know what yes. I mean? Maybe produce content that's similar, or yes. maybe do your fucking job, or maybe you know what I mean? Like maybe do your job and like actually question certain narratives. You know what I mean? Or question anything because anything. You, you know what anything. I mean. Literally question anything. You're a fucking journalist, ostensibly. You're you know. You're, are, are, Did you see that Denmark thing? Yeah, I think I sent it to you. What was the Denmark thing? The Denmark thing. You might have sent it to me. It was. We'll say it for the people. N- newspaper. One of their. They got two newspapers there, and one of them. I mean, they got many, but two major newspapers there. Hustler. You know, Hustler, and uh, we. Uh, the. One of them says. We failed. We, during COVID, we, during the pandemic, we did nothing but regurgitate uh, state statistics and information provided by the government. We did none of our own critical analysis of it. That is our job. We apologize to our readers. What? Oh, do you you know what the conspiracy is? What's that? This is fascinating. Tell me. So apparently... A judge ruled the other day that Pfizer is going to have to cough up uh, some of their internal correspondence. Uh, They can't keep everything under wraps for like 70 years or whatever the fuck it is. Uh Uh-oh. Now, here's what's interesting. Yeah. Two days later, the CDC starts talking about comorbidities a lot more. Yeah. And the news. Yep. And suddenly, the news. suddenly there was a CNN piece that said like being overweight can, can, can like you have, it's like, yo, we knew this. And then the newspapers and some of the television shows start taking a 
we're going to start asking the hard questions. Could be a coincidence. Maybe the general mood is changing. Or could be that people are afraid of what might come out in some of Pfizer's internal discourse, you know? Because you saw that, but then again, maybe they should, Pfizer shouldn't be afraid at all because firstly, they'd survive the lawsuit. It's just the cost of doing business that's already worked into the budget. Also, did you see they caught Fauci the other day saying explicitly, we're going to play down the possibility of a, of a lab leak. In email, he said, we're going to play that down because we don't want to open the door for people to pursue it as an idea. Now, I understand an email can make you look bad. I called somebody a gaybo in one today. I get it. If some, it didn't help that his email signature was just the N-word. Yeah, no, it did, <laughs> that did not help Fauci at all. But nobody cares. No, that see, that's the, the, the larger thing that, I mean, especially like... To me, the first sort of uh, whatever whatever pilling of the uh, of this like the Epstein stuff from twenty nineteen. This is the fact that like the the degree to which the general person cares about something is symmetrical to how much something's reported on. You know what I mean? So like no like sure a lot of people care about Epstein a lot of people care about Ghislaine but it doesn't pop because no one's reporting on it therefore the perception is no one's talking correct about it. right so you want to talk about how the shaping the media the, or the media shaping the narrative in that respect we're in our Chomsky bit yes we are we're on our Chomsky <laughs> shit right now it is yes what you're reporting on it must not be a big deal I would have heard about it right. Or no one seems to be talking about it. I, I guess, guess it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Right. That's how most people think. 100%. Yes. So, you know, the Fauci could, there could be emails of Fauci saying, COVID's fucking fake as shit, bro. It's fake. Zero deaths. And if no one reports on it. Wish I could kill more people with AIDS today. It would just be a bunch of people on Twitter being like, why isn't anyone talking about this? And that's it. That's it. That's it. And, when and your you say, boomer parents would still be like, January 6th. And when you say, why isn't anybody talking about it? Again, it puts it in people's minds. Oh, they must not be talking about it because it's bullshit. Exactly. So that's, it's the, it's the monopoly on, but the Joe Rogan thing, the explosion in ratings is evident that a large amount of people see through the shit. Yeah, it's still that the the narrative is still dominant because they control most of the avenues of information. And again, everybody, but, yo, in ten years, how different is the world going to look? It might look sadly exactly the same. Maybe. Well, I mean, but these things. I think YouTube would be the best example. Yeah. YouTube. Oh, okay. YouTube yeah. started. Yeah. As a highly idiosyncratic individual novelty. Yeah. Where people would vlog, people would uh, they would didn't know what to do with it. And then it hit a place where people were making money, uh, really exploring different types of content and uh, having a, a plurality of viewpoints. And then the corporations said no. And they applied pressure to Alphabet, the owner of Google, owner of YouTube. They started getting in there 
And now you can get, do you know how much you can get struck from YouTube? If we have, for example, if we had a YouTube that put our podcast up every week, we'd make zero dollars. It's not that we would be taken down yeah. almost every week. They're, uh, they're now taking you down for, they're taking you down for COVID misinformation that we would fall under for simple jokes. Yeah, pretty insane. That is the course of... That's why I say it's all going to end up the same. Right. It's all going to end up the same. Here's a fun fact. Today I looked up... I was curious if wealth inequality at this moment was actually worse than it was. Because when we talk about wealth inequality, when we're talking about serfdom... The banks. The banks. The the banking... The billionaire class. When we talk about... Like, for example, you and I work in the land as serfs. I have to imagine that wealth inequality was worse during that period of human history. Wouldn't you think? I don't know. But what I, <laughs> but what I found was... We're, we're nearly there. Well, I was curious. I was yeah. really curious. What I, what I did find was in the United States, since 1920 to now, uh, wealth inequality has gone up every single year. Yeah. Right? That gap has gone greater every single year. Do you know why? Tell me. This is fascinating to me. People talk about this and they talk about it like, oh, it must be that these people are making incredible wages doing something. Yes, they're making money. But the real cause of the supposed gap is not their income. It's their assets. And and what it is, corporate stock is the deciding factor. People with money own corporate stock. People without money don't invest. So for people on this podcast, when you hear me go rich dad, poor dad, like fucking go off on fucking, Hey, get some, get some investments, buy a home, rent it out, be a slumlord. Like when I'm giving that sort of advice, which I'm not really, what do I know about anything? But I feel really strongly about this. You should not, I think that you sadly may have to play a game that you're not interested in, but you may not be interested in it because you've been taught that you're not supposed to be. In fact, if you could involve yourself in these things, if they were available to you, you might enjoy them. You're talking about stocks? Talking about investing, particularly stocks in this particular instance. Yeah. And this is, a, I'm now more than ever convinced that these people hate crypto or are going to try to co-opt it entirely. Yeah. While saying they hate it. Yeah. Because they do not want the average person to access to stocks. Yeah. That's what it is. They yeah. they don't want you to to narrow that gap between the two of you. And yes. that's why I get sick to my fucking stomach <laughs> when I hear a pleb tell another pleb not to invest in things. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, but, but that's the thing is it's like if we're talking about, you know, online tankies who resent crypto or NFTs for whatever supposed environmental impact, it's not because it's the, their game isn't, their game is equality by bringing that stuff down it's yeah. not by pulling it's not by bringing yourself up you know what i mean 
like you be you being able to uh, lessen the gap is not the idea. The idea is destroy it all. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You br- don't, don't play their game because it's an unethical game to play in the first place. Maybe if I'm bitter enough, Jeff Bezos will come down to where we're at. Yeah, maybe eventually I'll be able to cut off his head. And we take can, his we can all live in this pig shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I mean, you know, that's to me what it is. I mean, like, they, they buy into this narrative of, like, we all need to whip ourselves into a certain type of person so that we can all live down here rather than yes climb you know any actual ladder to mount olympus where where they no one wants good things for themselves they want bad things for everybody that's correct yeah i'm tired of that they want you to feel as bad as they do you know i watched a video detailing the eight different types of anarchism the other day this is this is see this is your read theory what are you doing uh, that's exa- the whole it's funny you should say that the whole time I was thinking, this is for incels. The entire time, I thought, nobody who's thought about this, and they show all the great thinkers in anarchism, right? Like, I, I love that, that Proudhon quote. Uh, they all look like fucking miserable, well-actually pudgy fucking incels. They look like, do you know what they look like? They look like those, like, 4chan drawings of... Like freaked out soy dudes that are yeah 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 they all look like that. Hold on, well, do some talking while I look up these fucking dudes. It actually it like it's funny because like if I had a political designation of any type, it would probably be an anarchist. And I'm watching this going, oh, I gotta really, <laughs> I gotta really tighten things up around here. Well, you know what's funny is like we get accused of of nihilists a lot, like that we're nihilists, and I don't think that's accurate. I think the fact that like. If we echo points that like, yo, you should be like disillusioned with politics and like the state of the world, it's it's I don't think that's nihilism. I think that's that's yo, you're not gonna find anything within these avenues. There's plenty of things in life to believe in and like be enriched by. It's not fucking politics. It's not fucking the media or the cor- the culture war or whatever. This these are dead ends to your life. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, you'll get nothing from them. You'll, you'll be spinning your wheels looking goofy. There's so much of life that's so beautiful and worth living. It's just well, so let's, happens. Let's not oversell it. It's just, it's just so happens that none of those things are talked about on this show. Uh, okay, hold on. Fucking incel number one. You tell me that guy got poon? Uh, what are you, fucking crazy? He's not killing it. But also, you got to figure from this time. This guy's from. He died in 1875, which means he lived in the 1800s. You know, this guy could be a ten for that time period. This guy. I mean, he probably had money, right? Saw no muff. No, he's an anarchist. It doesn't matter. He wrote. He wrote. Listen, he was probably the son of a socialite. Yeah. Oh, he almost was. Yeah. So the yeah, oh, almost guy, almost certainly was. He let's, bought let's, all his muff. Oh yeah, he went to Hoxton Academy. Yeah, he's yeah. That's that's another thing. It's like to be lectured to about anarchism, some some fuck like that. that well, that's the other thing, right? That they're uh, oh okay, that's right. He was uh, Mary Shelley of uh, of uh, uh, Frankenstein fame's uh, father. Um, oh, but yeah, uh, yes. All right. So he had a kid. He got muff at least once. Yeah, that's true. Once. Um. So, yeah, these dudes. It's it's interesting. Like 
these dudes are always, these thinkers are always. Wasn't it what they say about like Da Vinci, right? There's always this theory that like Da Vinci was gay because, or no, 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 it was Sir Isaac Newton, whoever one of these guys like died a virgin and they were like, it's because he was gay and he lived in a repressed time. Maybe he was just an incel. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he was insufferable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody liked to be around him. <laughs> what about this guy? This, this guy slamming it? <laughs> M- Mikhail ba- ba- Bakunin. Yeah, bu- bu- Bukanin. Bukanin. Um, no, the answer is no. Look at him. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's, he's He looks pretty off As my father would say, he's got a face like a bushel of assholes. <laughs> I think this is probably what I'm going to look like in 20 years. Yeah, get it while you can. Yes. Yeah. Right. And the door's closed. You're going to look like this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, okay, and we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Yeah, keep going. We've seen. Okay, so we got. We're doing this is uh, this is hot or not, but with uh, with with uh, 19th century anarchists. Okay. What what about this fella? <laughs> I mean, these are all these are disgusting old men you're showing me. Maybe he was hot when he was 20. Developed the, fi- the philosophical. Uh, uh, the antecedent to uh, uh, communal communism or something. Just look at look at this guy. I mean, communists maybe got more pussy than any of these guys because they would just like come live on my fucking. This guy looks like Yoda. Come live, <laughs> come live on my sex colony. I find They're, they were the the wokest of their time. No, listen, these. Ugh. Ugh. I get depressed when I hear communists like. You're the worst people on the internet. I don't even give a shit about your politics. It's just, Communists? Yeah, it's just a terrible thing to be on the internet. I mean, it's. I've always said it's just edgelording. It is kind of like a, a but it's like it's, it's it's a depressing edgelording because it's like a. There's nothing. There's nothing offensive about. Yeah, it's it. like a permissive because for for some it's it's a per- permitted for somebody to be um, edgy like it would mean that I would have to be so pedantic. And take time out of my day to be like, well, you, you know, I mean, a, a communist regimes killed over 100 million people in the fucking 20th century. I mean, like, like it would have my, to be my, fa- my favorite shit is when they deny stuff like that. When oh, they de- like de- that. deny the crimes of, uh, of communist states. That's my favorite shit. Okay, here's my favorite anarchist. Look at this fucking dude. He looks like he, if this man if this man wasn't born into the, the aristocracy, he would be uh, the genius bar. He he would be what, no, not even the genius bar. What's the one, what's what's the one that works at Best Buy? Geek Squad. He would be a Geek Squad guy. <laughs> That's probably true. Gustave Corbett, Corbert, Corbett. Yeah, he's got he's got Geek Squad energy. That's for sure. That's for sure. Or maybe the ceiling for him would be like office IT guy. Oh, yes, but he got he, he works at the Geek Squad after being having a bunch of HR violations because <laughs> he's always trying to fucking talk to women that don't want shit to do with him. Yeah, and he and he, he called he called Kathy the uh, 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 moronic sow. And yeah, he got, yeah, he yeah. Because he got, he got rejected. His, yeah. Um. Yeah, man. All this is reading theory is strictly for the no pussy. He's <laughs> like, I like I, Eric. Yeah, this is me having a real talk with you. Oh, you have to start reading. You just to. said this guy's name is Gustav Corbett. Yeah, that's who did the portrait. It says that very clearly. Portrait by. I didn't scroll at all. I was just I just saw the name. Okay, I'll let you live on it. I didn't. I I'll just, let you live on it. Thank you. 
I should read a book. I'm getting concerned about you. Maybe I'll delete Instagram and try and read a book. What about that? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Does my does my book of R. Crumb comics count? It's a start. <laughs> All right, baby steps. Well, baby steps. You know what? I mean, I don't love reading with my eyeballs. I listen to a, a, a ton of audiobooks. No, audiobooks don't count. They count. You know, you have to read it with your eyes. Why? What, what is the advantage? It's just, if you listen to an audiobook, it's like you're, it's like listening to a podcast. Yes, except it has a long form narrative. Yeah, but like it's not, I don't think your brain is being exercised in the same way as if you were to read the words and retain the information you're reading on the paper, piece of paper. You, uh, it's you, a different retention process. You think you retain more from reading? Certainly not me. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody does. Well, no, but I think you can't. I think it's a, like I think some people are audio, uh, audio uh, learners. Yeah, stupid people. Oral, or or A-U. No, you. I think reading the the word on the page and retaining it in your brain that way. It's it's not quite like a skill, but it's a different. It's a different. It's a different muscle brain exercise. What? It's a diff- it's just different muscle brain exercise. <laughs> Is the brain a muscle? No, it's an organ. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna Anderson Cooper this. Muscle. I'm an idiot. No, the brain is not a muscle. Could be a muscle. You know what? You know the brain named itself. Think about that, Joe. You just freaked me out. <laughs> the brain named itself. Um. I'm not going to claim to be Anderson Cooper. I know I'm stupid. I don't, I, yeah, I should probably read. It's been like five years. It's been five years since you finished a book? No, 2019 was the last time I read it. Three years. Okay. It's three years. Right. It's not great. It's should, bad, really. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's bad. I should read a book. I'm trying to do one a month, but these are audio books, so count them, count them if you want it. I don't count them. I do find reading like with my eyeballs pretty annoying. I know it's it's difficult. You know what it is though. I like to, I like to do something physical. You can't do something physical when you read. If I'm sitting still, yeah, I need to like. If I'm if I'm not sleeping, or working, and I'm just sitting there, I need to be engaged in some way. And listen, I'll admit, looking at yeah, that's what you know. Downtime. Oh, fucking Instagram. Oh, look at her titties. You know, like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's not good. It's not good for your brain. It's bad for it. That's probably why I'm a fucking idiot, you know? So, yeah, I should probably read a book. I need to, I need, the first step is finding a compelling uh, subject matter. You know, I do much better with nonfiction. Of course, yeah. If I'm reading some shit I'm interested in, it's way more engaging. But like reading a novel, maybe I should, should I read like. You even say novel with contempt. I know. Reading a novel. No, should, know what I was honestly thinking about. Is I think I <laughs> I probably had like a Jordan Peterson video on in the background or something. Should I like read like the the core like humanities, like the books, the classics, like the you know, Mice and Men and Steinbeck and you know, all the, the all the, the Western literature that they say is good that you the should Western read. Canon. The can yeah, there you go. 
Should I? Should I? No, you're gonna struggle. It's, I am gonna. St- there's no doubt I'm gonna struggle. But maybe the more I go, the better I will get. <laughs> maybe the, I will struggle less. You know? Should I? Like, what if I just read? I can start. I, I'll go eighth grade reading level. I'll read Mice and Men. Okay. Right. It's only like it's only. It's, it's I like, mean, l- listen. I just spelled canon incorrectly, so I think it's only like 200 pages. Oh, I'll read it. I'll read Mice and Men. I love 200 pages. I love 200. You know, I read uh, I read Waiting for Godot not long ago. It's like 50 pages. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a, a stage play. Yeah, that, yeah. that's fine. But that were I, th- I I loved it. Thought it was very good. Uh, maybe that's the thing. We got to start small. We got to start baby steps. You know. And then we'll work our way up to Virginia Woolf. Oh fuck! Then we'll work our way up to. <laughs> let me uh, tell. All right, well, let's go. Let's go. If you, let's see if these top ten you can get through these. Okay, let's number go. ten, Grapes of Wrath. That's the Steinbeck one. I think I. Oh, I know. I did read that because I will never forget the ending where he, it ends with the guy sucking on her titties. I believe that's true. Yeah, that's that's something you don't forget. Sons and Sons and Lovers. Never even heard of it. It's a D.H. Lawrence. D.H. Lawrence is not like a guy that we talk about right now. I think because he was like, he was kind of like the weird lover, lover incel. How remarkable is it that one of the most like famous novels of all times ends with titty sucking? As it should. (laughs) Uh, What about Darkness at Noon? Never even heard of it. I'll be honest with you. I haven't either. Yeah. Who wrote that one? Which incel wrote that? That's, That's Arthur... Costler, hmm. uh, who looks like such a fucking douche. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's crazy looking. Um, what else we got? It was so darkness at noon is a tale of an old Bolshevik who is arrested, imprisoned, and tried for treason against the government that he helped create. Maybe I'll put that on my list right now. I'm listening to an audio book. I'm listening to two audiobooks because they overlapped on my uh, my loan that I took out of the library. Uh, one is about a, a wizard, uh, and the other one is about a little girl who follows around a knight. So you're really in like the fantasy realm. Yeah, I'm not reading Darkness at Noon. No. Well, you know what I'll do? I'll, I I will listen to an audiobook of like Dune or some shit yeah. because that has a lot of like weird words that he made up in it. It's okay. You know what I mean? So that's like that's like extra annoying to read with your eyes. With your eyeballs. Yeah, cuz he's talking about like the car- I'm on your side. I'm against reading with eyeballs, but I don't like you taking away from audiobooks. I just don't see it as this I mean, maybe you're getting the same thing out of it. You know what my trouble is like when I'm listening to things if it's, if I if I go up the mountain and I listen to a podcast. Mhm. My brain kind of drifts. I don't like. It's kind of yeah. Just, well, you don't you don't need to follow it in the way that you need to follow a book, right? So if I'm following the book, Mike, or if I if I'm if I'm listening to it, or if I'm re- and like and this happens while I'm reading, where all yeah. of a sudden I'm like reading, and then all of a sudden you know I start thinking about titties. or something. Yeah, it's titties, really. It's not. usually titties. Maybe we should chemically castrate you, and then you could read all day. That would help. One hundred percent. It would one hundred. That's what they did to the eunuchs, right? That's how they that's they, they, they became barbers. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's why they got into the arts. Yeah, precisely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm like, what was that guy who was in, he was Wu-Tang affiliated who chopped his dick off because he was like, yeah. all I do is chase women. It was distracting me from what I'm trying to do. It's like, I kind of feel that, but I would never chop my dick off. Not the dick, no. No, no, no. What about, pretty all right, Catch-22? Never read it. That's long as shit, isn't it? 
I don't know. That's got to be five hundo. Easy. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so that's a no. I'll listen to the ska band and I'll get the uh, same. That counts. Yeah, it counts. I'll listen what, to their discography. What about The Sound and The Fury? Festival? Mm, Who's playing you'd attend the You'd attend the festival. I'd attend the festival. Uh, that's a Faulkner one and I tried a Faulkner book earlier, uh, last year rather. Yeah. Wow. What? I don't. I I'll I might give you fifty bucks to get to chapter two. Yeah, too too difficult. For me, it's so dense with like he loves language. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not like trying to tell you what happened. Right. He's trying to tell you like how smart he is in every fucking line. What a douche! Is he was so douche? <laughs> what about uh, okay, Brave New World? I would read that. Yeah, for some, it's weird. For some reason, that one doesn't appeal to me, even though it's science fiction of the type that I like. It might make me depressed. Probably would. Yeah. I straight up can't finish 1984. I know how, because I know how it ends, and it's too much. They well, what? They, like, cut his brain out, right? Yeah, once you get to, like, the... I read I, that one. I think they make him... I think that he capitulates and says the thing that they... Like, the the state-mandated fucking, like, untruths. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once you read the book, I'm, I got like three quarters of the way through it and I was like, I care about the characters. I can't really get to the end. It's too brutal. He says, trust the science. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lolita. Oh, we got to strike that one. Uh, oh, got to strike that one. I think I got halfway through that one. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> uh, that one. So that what's interesting. Who's the pedo that made this list? Yeah, we, that. you know what? Good point. We gotta persecute this guy. Exactly. Let's instead of reading, we we chop his head off for for offending our sensibilities. Let's contact his employer. Yeah, let's let's give let's give him a call. All right. What about Simon and Schuster? A uh, a portrait of the artist as a young man. I didn't know that was a book. What'd I you, thought that was like was? I thought it was a portrait of an artist as a young man. Mm. I thought it was like a painting. No, well, it's actually. Uh, it's written in the modernist style. It traces the religious and intellectual awakening of a young Stephen Didalis. Yeah, no, that sounds brutal, actually. <laughs> that sounds like really fucking torturous. Uh, Great Gatsby. I think I read it when, like, high school. It's bizarre. It, to me, that's like, I can't imagine anything more boring in all of life. I think that would be less boring than Portrait of the Artist. I'd rather, I mean... Let's do this. Let's watch Wolf of Wall Street again. Yeah. Okay. Now you're talking. Uh, all right, we're good. Now you're talking. Uh, and then Ulysses. So that's that's number one. James Joyce. That's right. right. And he writes like all uh, esoteric's not the word. He writes uh, his writing style is. I mean, yeah, that's considered like the greatest novel ever written, right? So it looks like a penis. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's number one. Uh, or no, wait, is it that or Finnegan's Wake that everyone jerks off about? Ulysses. Um, what is it? What is it about Ulysses S. Grant? Yeah, it's about Ulysses S. Grant. What's it about? He's a time traveler. <laughs> it's about Ulysses S. Grant as a as a time traveler that is uh, <laughs> trying to trying to buy Facebook stock. <laughs> What's Ulysses? Uh, see, that's the th a lot of times I I'm like. People keep fucking talking about Infinite Jest. What the fuck is that even about? Nobody can tell me. That's the thing. You know what? You but know I feel like Ulysses is one of those books too. Well, let fuck me tell it. you. It's uh, it's about. It's about like an Irish guy. Um. Oh God. 
Declan Kybird says, before Joyce, no writer of fiction had so foregrounded the process of thinking. Uh, what? You like that? Shut up. What is that? Yeah, I do like that it, I do like that it, uh, uh, there was an obscenity trial in the United States about it. That's good. Um, what's it about? Give me the fucking, oh shit. See, what oh is Oh my it? God, the plot summary. It's a, Wikipedia has a 20 part plot summary. Holy fuck. That sounds stupid, man. It's just, you're doing too much, James. You're doing too much. What is that? Why can't you give me a summation? God. What's it about? Characters, plot, synopsis, setting. No one can tell me. No, no one can tell. Yo, when I asked what is Infinite Jest about, and people were like, oh, it's crazy. It's, it's so crazy that there's uh, footnotes on every page. What? Oh, fucking, that's not a sale. See, like, is this... Yo, I'm with you. I hate books. <laughs> Thank you. I fucking hate them, man. It's, you, is it you, just, you brought me over. They make me feel stupid, man. I don't like being made to feel stupid. What is you... You... <laughs> Lissies. Uh, how do you spell we you might Lissies? have to classify as, like, mentally handicapped. Yeah, I don't... I, okay, what We're, is Ulysses about... But, I mean, here, here's the thing. It's like there's certain books, right, that are considered the classics, right? You can talk about 1984. You can talk about Mice and Men. Like, they're clear narratives. You know what I mean? Like, they're clear stories with characters. Things happen, and maybe they're allegorical for larger things. Maybe they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, stop. I get it. What the fuck is Ulysses? What the fuck is it? Ulysses is the Latinized name of Odysseus, the Homer of... Oh my God, the what's hero, the book about? The hero of Homer's epic poem, The Odyssey, and the novel establishes a series of parallels between the poem and the novel with structural correspondences. Now, structural correspondences. Suck a dick, man. What does that even Suck mean? Suck a fucking dick. Like this between is the a- characters and experiences of Bloom and Odysseus, Molly Bloom and Penelope, and Stephen Daldus and Telemachus. Oh, of course. What does? What's it about? Is it is there? There's people in the book, and they they have experiences, relationships with other folks. Are there titties in Ulysses? There are, yeah. There are. There are, yeah. All right, maybe it's good. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's broken into episodes, and it says so. Like episode thirteen is uh, nausea. Episode 14, Oxen of the Sun. Episode 15, Hitting the Sniz. (laughs) There we go. So apparently it's got that in there. All right. Well, it has more going for it than Infinite Jest. This thing, some of these books are so, I don't know what they're doing and they're so long. I'm just not, I'm just, I just don't have the aptitude for it, man. Like, I don't, whatever that makes me. Yeah, I'm kind of outside the judgment of others. I don't give a shit. I don't this, give a if, shit. If this makes me stupid, yeah, I'm fine with that. Fuck you. Fuck you. How many listeners of this podcast read Ulysses? You want to judge me and think I'm stupid the way we're talking right now? Have you fucking read it? If you have, hit, hit the DMs. I mean, uh, well, let's name some names. Oh. Do you think... Multiple millionaire Kim.com has read Ulysses. Couldn't say. Do you think Leonardo DiCaprio, who gets fucking 
endless amounts of model pussy. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw him in the news the other day, but he uh, he got yelled at. He, he got a call out from some model that he took on a date where he rented out a movie theater and played all of the Star Wars films while he acted them out. I thought that was a joke when I read it. I Is think it, it's real. We're believing the, her accusation. That's a good point. I don't believe anybody's accusation. <laughs> well, uh, it if it's true, then I love Leo more than I've ever loved him. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree <laughs> like with that. if he does that, the next step is playing in a grind band. Yeah, because he clearly likes to inflict. That's inflicting. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you like, you wouldn't bring a date to like something so self-indulgent, right? Like, yeah, I guess not. When I want to do some really alone guy shit, I want to be alone. He brought the date because he was like, I can't legally torture you, but I can do this. Maybe he just really likes Star Wars and running around with a lightsaber. He does. He doesn't need her there for that. (laughs) Maybe he wanted to show that side of himself. No, somebody. No, no. He wanted to harm her, but, (laughs) but he can't legally do it. It's like playing grind music. The only reason people play grind music is because they're sadists that want to hurt other people. Or they want to be like so outside of what people actually like that they they listen to the most. Yeah, that there's thing some type of identity in being like a miserable loser. Yeah, yeah, or a black metal guy. Yeah, uh, I love that that Leo does that. That's very very funny. Um, but do you think he, he's never read Ulysses? I know because he gets pussy. But it's hard to tell with actors, right? Because they he could be such like a he didn't finish it. Yeah, yes, he, he, yes, it's on his shelf. You're 100. percent it's a, it's definitely on a shelf. He probably tried. Yeah, he probably tried one afternoon. Yep. And probably made it. He was getting a dick suck before the end of the first chapter. <laughs> Are we giving him ten pages? Ten pages. Yes, that's the most amount of time that he has in his day without a woman attached to his penis. <laughs> I give him. He made seven pages. Yeah. He made it to page seven. Got a phone call from one of his girlfriends. Yep. Said, "I'll meet you in the hot tub. Come by." Ignored the phone call from his agent. Yep. And then, yeah, went to the hot tub. Yep. That's how his day went. No, no doubt. No room for Ulysses. There's, there's very little room for Ulysses. They, After banging, she saw the book on his shelf and went, well, have you read that? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, you know, reading it. And then never thought about it again. Ever. That was in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never thought about it again. He was 34 then. Yeah, there you go. We should watch Wolf of Wall Street. We'll watch that instead of The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Well, he, another Leo movie. Yep. Leo was in that. But a mad, boring one. The Baz Luhrmann. Well, he, Baz Luhrmann did his best to make it not boring. Yes, but imagine that that's the best you can do. It should have been a Russ Myers movie. <laughs> it should have been a... It should have been a... a, a, a Rocco Staffetti. <laughs> it should have been a Buttman production. <laughs> Uh, listen. Black, blacked raw, blacked raw <laughs> presents the Great Gatsby. <laughs> I, you know, even when I was a kid, man, I didn't like reading, and my I would be shamed for it. Rightfully, yeah. Man, I don't know, man. Look at you. The way that you're sitting, like, you look like prof- and there's like snack foods everywhere. None of these are mine. I finished my licorice. 
But like you look like the sort of dude who, who doesn't, doesn't read. read. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you look like right now. Uh, listen, it's not it's not good. But here's the thing: I've read books that I've enjoyed, so I know that like they're out there. Okay, let's talk about something. Yeah. Let's be. Let's just look at it plain. Mm-hmm. Guy who reads a lot. Hot girlfriend or no? I don't see this as an indicator for whether or not you can pull. Really? What do you think? Guy who reads a lot, yes? Hot girlfriend? Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I'm yeah. going to say that there's a lot of guys mm-hmm. who can't read with ugly girlfriends. Sure. But there's guys who can't read who have hot girlfriends. Sure. But there's nobody who does read who has a hot girlfriend. I don't know about that. I don't think anybody. If you read more than three books a year, your girlfriend's spent. You think? Yeah. And look, I'm not here to judge you. Fuck it. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like, looks aren't everything. But why do you got time to read? You know, I, why I, is that on your mind? I wanted to try and prove something that I do read, and I was going to name the books that I've read, and I realized they're tragic. They were all when I was in school. They're like R.L. Stein. Well, it, no, no, they're 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 they're, they're classics, but they're all. It was because someone was like making me read. Yeah, them, of course. You know, like Lord of the Flies, Mice and Men. It's all just like the high school reading yeah. list. You know, is what it is. I mean, if you got through them, good for you. Got through them. I didn't. I was a terrible reader. I was a terrible student. Oh, I was a terrible student. I was too busy being a student of the game. Right. Yeah. Student of the streets. Student Stu- of the streets. Student of the brick. Exactly. Price of the brick going up. You gotta be on top of that. Street professor. I I think the of all those books, I mean, I always I liked fucking what's his name? Um Hunter S. Thompson and all that shit. And Kerouac. And I re of like but like of the classic stuff, uh Lord of the Flies. Is like pretty undeniable. I, re- I see. I'm a simple guy. I love that. I love Lord of the Flies. No, I love. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the best. Here's a question for you. You love it because they pick on the fat kid. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> they call him Piggy. You know what's interesting? Yeah. Brian knows I hate fat people, mm-hmm. and he's sensitive about it because he's fat. Yeah. But I don't look at him as fat. Is this like? You know, in like uh, uh, Do the Right Thing, mm-hmm. where he's talking about how he loves Michael Jordan, and yeah. he's like, but Michael Jordan's black. And he's like, nah, Michael Jordan's not black. You know what I mean? He's Michael Jordan, right? I think because Brian's your friend and you love him. Right. But I don't think it's necessarily that you hate fat people. You hate people that you don't know and don't trust, and if they're fat, you just add that on. Now, yeah, well, that could be. Or you, you, you have negative uh, stereotypes about them. They come easier because of yes, yes. It's easier for you to dislike them. But Brian, you can tell he's like he looks at me sideways. I think he looks at everyone sideways. Yeah, that might be right. I think he's a side looker. He's a side looker. But I feel bad. I thought about it. I felt like I felt like it was like that uh, old racist stereotype where you say something racist and then your black friend looks at you and go, "Not you." You know what I mean? That's what that's what I felt like with Brian today. You know, fat people don't have the social clout that you know. Um, Brian's I, I love Brian because he's he's very spicy. It's easy. It's, Cattiest bitch, man. It's easy to just like 
tick him off. Yeah, he's the cattiest bitch I know. And he's ticked off, he just goes. Tick hat, cattiest bitch. E- very easy to tick off. It's weird. He leans into being a gay dude. Like when he gets like super catty, he just like will blame it on gayness. Yeah, he does that a lot. Notice that. Which I, if that, imagine if that was an out, like imagine if like, like, cause I don't, I drop it when he goes, when he does the gay shit, like when he says he's gay. So that's why he just like called a woman at a checkout line, a dumb cow. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll be, he'll be like, what? I'm gay. You know what I mean? I'll be like, what a weird thing. I just think I find it funny how intense he gets on certain things, like small things. Yeah. Where I'll be like, you know, I like I like when they heat up the pie a little bit. And he goes, anyone who likes heated up pie is a fucking stupid piece of shit who should die. I'm like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah, I don't know how he blames that on being gay. <laughs> I know a lot of gay dudes. They don't all respond to that. Like yeah. The, it's just like, I really like. Uh, imagine know. if I did weird shit, like I clotheslined women and I said it's because I'm, I'm straight. You know what I mean? Like, like imagine like I like skateboarded down the street, clotheslining strangers, and I was like, "It's because I'm straight. I got like all sorts of impulses." That's something that we're robbed of, just as being basic straight white dudes that we can't blame allegedly. Any of our... Right? Yeah, we can't blame any of our negative qualities on our. Well, I guess we could. Yeah, but no, but people just like add them to the list. You know what I mean? They're like, like, yeah, I'm really controlling in relationships because I'm white. My my ancestors were <laughs> colonizers. <laughs> you know? What can I do? What can I do? <laughs> That's a good fallback. What, the colonizers? Because I'm white. Because I'm white. Sorry. It's Sorry. in my blood. I guess so. It's like Calvinism. I'm just, I, I was destined for this. What is the reality of that? What, being white? No, no. It's like pretty, pretty lit overall. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm saying like... Like, there are certain traits about my personality, right? And and there are traits that people would say maybe about Italian people. And is it like, am I that way because I'm a, like, are Italians a certain way? Like, do we associate stereotypes with a certain type of person? What is that? Is it a cultural thing? Is it purely cultural or is it like in the DNA? The, the DNA. No, so... This is going to be controversial because some of our listeners <clears throat> are like, this is a popular notion on things like uh, 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 native Twitter, right? Uh, native, native TikTok is the idea of uh, generational trauma. Right, yeah. Generational trauma exists in the capacity that if your parents are damaged, they are going to inflict that on you. Mm-hmm. It is not, or at least it is unprovable and therefore pseudoscience that there is any phenotypical. Yeah. There's nothing in your DNA because you are, you come from a marginalized group that has suffered trauma. There's, they can find nothing. No, you you can't feel the pain of (laughs) Of your ancestors. You can't. Correct. Removed by seven generations. Correct. Yeah. No. So, so, but some of our listeners believe that because they they believe in science the way that they believe in Fauci. Like, you well, know? no, they believe in like this spiritual, fucking astrological nonsense. Yeah, right. That like I feel the pain of my ancestors. Yep. Meanwhile, no, you just you're depressed. Yeah, you're, you have and, depression. And taken outside of the context of society, you are just a like basically like a a computer floating in a in a weird a meat suit. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't, there's, 
it's it's all cultural context. There's there's in a void you don't feel your ancestors. Are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding? <laughs> but why am I? But why am I loud and emotional? Does that come from being an Italian? Is it the blood of the Italian, or is it that no. I had a loud emotional mother? Okay, so I can say this because Italians are white. Mm-hmm. It's because Italians have lower IQs. Get the uh, fuck out of here. That's what it is. So like you are prone it's to the em- shape of my skull. You are, are pr- you are prone to emotionality because your your upper reasoning faci- faculties are weak. Oh, man. Do we got to read more? What do we got to do to... Sh- I don't know if there's any saving in Italian. I'll be honest oh, with you. Fuck. It might only be Italian-Americans because I know Italians from Italy and I think they're pretty smart. They're pretty on the ball. But I think that Italian-Americans are like a like a degraded sort of... It's like a copy of a copy. You lose no, fidelity. It's my generational trauma. That's what, is that what it is? It's the pain of my, of my great-great-great-grandfather Giuseppe. What if I said I couldn't make money because I'm Irish? <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> what if I said I had to f- like, like fall in front of a tractor at age like fucking thirty-seven because I'm a, I'm Irish? Do you think people are gonna get anything out of this podcast today? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get that we're vaguely racist homophobes <laughs> <laughs> who can't read. Yeah, who can, yeah, illiterates <laughs> that nobody should listen to. That that we haven't finished a single book in the top ten of the Western canon. No, I think I wrote 1984. I read it. That wasn't on the list. Yes, it was. Did no. you bring it up? Or no. did you Brave New World? Brave New World. Yeah, I didn't read Brave New World. <laughs> yeah, we have not finished a single book in the top 10 of the. I thought there was one. No. I guess not. But you know what? People at home, neither of you. So fuck you. Actually, maybe yeah, you probably have. Probably read at least one. All our listeners read Lolita. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay, so I got. I probably read it. Okay, let's go back to it. I'm going to tell you if I read a chapter or not. Just one single chapter. Yeah, one single chapter. Ulysses, we can already decide no. Western canon. I'm surprised that's the top 10 because there's some on there that I've never even heard anyone talk about. I, the, uh, Darkness at Noon, I've never heard anybody in my entire life say. I'm surprised that's the top 10. What about like the Virginia Woolf bullshit or Pride and Prejudice? That Those are the ones that I always hear about. Mm, hold on. Pride and Prejudice, no one ever shuts the fuck up about. Okay, Grapes of Wrath. Uh, I read that one. I read that. Okay, it was in high school. Okay, all right. So you did. You're doing better than I am. Uh, sucks the titties. Yeah, right. Okay, sucks. It's the the only thing I've took took away from it. Uh, Have not read it. Uh, Not even a chapter. I've read some of D. H. Lawrence's poetry, but I've never read Sons and Lovers. Uh, Darkness at Noon. I did not. I feel so dumb. I did not know it existed until right now. Same. Uh, Catch Twenty Two. I have uh, picked up at numerous bookstores and thought about reading. I've listened to Keysby Nights. Counts the uh, the first album. So far, you're two. Yeah, you're up two, and I'm da- I'm down nothing. Okay, Sound and Fury. Uh, no, I tried that other Faulkner book, and I really fucking struggled. You've played Sound and Fury. Yeah. There you go. I got one on the board. <laughs> uh, Brave New World. I have not read. Yeah. Lolita, I like I said, I probably read half. Sus. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good for me, honestly. <laughs> I played a hardcore fest and I read Lolita. It's pretty bad, honestly. Sus. Yeah. Uh, Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man. Uh, have not. That's another James Joyce. God, James, really all over. Uh, and The Great Gatsby, I probably did read a chapter. So let's give me let's give me my flowers, man. I'm pretty good. And then Ulysses, I, 
I might go to my grave never having read it. Confirmed. We're never. We're never gonna read. I mean, like, there's that's a safe bet, man. I want to see a pussy at least once more in my life before I die. Yeah, it's either that or read Ulysses. I'm gonna see if it's if the audiobook is available on my little app. What could it be? Like, I bet listening to the audiobook of that would be even more confounding than just reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'd be listening to it, going like, "What am I? What?" It would probably just sound like the ramblings of. Here's the thing: it would sound to me like the ramblings of a madman, but I guess the reality is, it's like the. It's like a genius. It's so genius that it's like it sounds insane to me. You know what I mean? It's like a. It's like an alien language. Well, yeah, I've got no excuse. <laughs> is it on there? It's, but it's thirty hours long. Are you? Fu- Holy shit! Listen, That's half a plane ride to Australia. One of the audiobooks they they typically are thirty hours long. One of them is forty two hours long. Which one's that? That's one of the readings of Ulysses. Ulysses. Jesus Christ. Yo, that's crazy. I don't know, man. You're telling me that I could play Grand Theft Auto <laughs> or I could listen to a 42-hour audio book. Life is meant for the living, man. That's how I feel now. You know what I mean? Like, life is meant to be lived. Remember that guy that would sell, uh, like, what do you call it? Like, kind of like self-help, like, get-rich-shit, Tao, what's his name? He, did, he was, like, a YouTube guy. Tony Robbins? No, no, no. Who is Tao? Tao? Do you remember this? No. He was the guy that was like, he's a little, I think he was Asian. He would be like, like, you see this Maserati behind me? Yeah, but I bet you didn't notice the books behind me. I got the Maserati by reading the books. You remember that guy? He got the Maserati. He was like a scammer, I think. Yeah, he got the Maserati by convincing people he got the Maserati by reading books. Is that fair to say? Is... Wow, what a weird thing. I just, who is, the first one is, who is Brandon from Let's Go Brandon? Of course. Who is Kyle Rittenhouse? <laughs> it autofills with who is, uh, who see, is Kyle Rittenhouse? That's what gives me hope. That's what gives me optimism. That's what gives me life is knowing that people that make the most important end of the world thing, the thing, that there's so many people out there going like, what is that? Yeah, I, well, who's he again? Who's I, he again? That gives me Is he life. a rapper? <laughs> he was the one that kept rapping when all the people got crushed, He's right? like a Fox News show, right? People right. don't like him. Yo, what if Travis Scott and Kyle Rittenhouse, which happened in the same like vague era? Collab. You know? Well, I wasn't thinking that, but... Okay. What is that? Oh, that's you? Um, no, no, no. How many times over the next 10 years are people going to go, Travis Scott, he's the, uh, what do he do? He shot black people. <laughs> and then for Kyle Rittenhouse, they're going to go, oh, right, right, right. Um, he did the fire fest thing where all the people died. <laughs> that was him, right? It's like whenever I see the name Brockhampton, I'm like, was he one of those college rapists? Sounds like a college rapist. That's what I'm saying. It's a group. It's, it's a, yeah, no, I know. It's like a rap group. They got a, they got hit with an accusation, but because they're rap, nobody Ooh, cared. Hasn't. Well, what's interesting is because they were because they're rap for whites, people cared for like 
10 days. I mean, it has the word Hampton in it. Brock Hampton. Yeah. Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. White. Yeah, yeah. It's for white yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It's all in the name. See, I don't need to read. It does sound like a guy at Duke that would have an allegation. That's what I mean. Every time I see it, I'm like, we're talking about that guy again? Yeah. It was like five years what ago. What happened to him? He already got tried. He went to jail. What more do you want? Oh, it's the rap guy. All right. Never mind. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, reading is good. It's just not for me. <laughs> I'd rather storm the Capitol building. Than <laughs> Those people read too much. Yeah, they did. A lot of bullshit. Maybe they read. They all read 1984. They all took it too late. They quoted a lot. They do quote it a lot. I don't know how apt the quote I is. I should finish it before I quote it. You know how it ends. I do. It's so <laughs> depressing, man. No titty sucking in that ending. No. Very I, do li- I do like... It's a very... They never talk about the sex parts in the... That like in people's analysis of the book, I'm shocked that the, the sex parts are actually great. He, she's like, I've been with men, hundreds of men. He's like, I know it fucking turns me on. In 1984. Yep, that's cool. Yeah, because <laughs> the idea, the idea is that he's like so like state controlled in the beginning, so like, like for him to step out and experience any type of life, and then he meets this woman that's like he's fascinated by the fact that she stepped out on state control for the most of her adult life. And she's like, I've been, she's literally says I've been with hundreds of men. And he's like, he's like, I know. And I love it. You know? Yeah. Because he meets someone that's so, I don't think he, well, I don't think the idea is that not that he is stoked that he gets turned on by the fact that she's been railed a hundred times. No, probably not. It's the fact that she's outside of society's yeah. paradigm. Yes. Like us. You and I. And we have lots of sex. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this has been two years for me. Um, Think about that. That's crazy. I'm going to call up my girlfriend and ask her if she appreciates me. She fucking should. Two um, years. That's like prison, man. That's crazy if I think about it. I feel like I had something to say and then it left. Mm. I mean... 1984. What were we talking about? What did I want to say? I should probably read it too. Why don't you do an audiobook while you go up the hill? Just do that. Focus on it. Every time you feel your mind wandering, just like go back. Just say, okay, I'm, hold on. I'm coming back. Yeah, I would probably. Try one of my wizard books, man. The wizard books will keep you fucking engaged. No, I want to read. Oh, this is what I was going to ask. One of the books I've read in my life of mice and men. What was there like a larger point to the story? Like was it was there like a, or was uh, it just a story about it? They had to kill this guy because he was too stupid and ruined someone and hurt someone. We killed her, right? He like rings her neck. Yeah. So, was that supposed to like be about something, other than just a story about a guy they had to kill because he was too dumb? So, th- well, now we're getting heavy. This is a good way to end the fucking podcast. Cause Are we getting heavy? Is it heavy? Well, it, no, it's just philosophical. Like, I write, and I can assure anybody that people that go into an experience, like, that when people go into their writing with the intention of of being didactic and having a really set purpose to what it's about, like, what the meaning of it is, mm-hmm. it's going to be a piece of shit. I think that truly great writers just have a story in their mind and they try to get it out. Yeah. And it's not about some 
wrote fucking easy to fucking understand. Cause like I write music all the time. I don't know what those songs are about until years later. Really? Yeah. I've been on stage and been like, Whoa, (laughs) that's what that one's about. That's fucking crazy. Well, like I'm not, I'm not saying it like, I mean, um, I know what they're about, but like, I don't, like, I don't truly know what they're about till later. Right. You, you, you discover another like level to it. Yeah. Of something you were going through at the time, maybe. But like, no, I understand. I just wonder, like, if there was a large, like, like, Grapes of Wrath ends with titty sucking to demonstrate the true, like, desperation, poverty of the situation of the people affected by the Dust Bowl. Yeah. Like, that's a shocking image to your mind to to bring you to the place of, like, the depths of that situation, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So is that like, was there something uh, like, that's what you get out of reading that, right? It's supposed to be like, oh my God, like, holy fuck. What is, is, is Of Mice and Men just a story or is there something like, is it? I mean, my read of it would be that uh, innocence is self-limiting that you're, that, that, uh, uh, but, but by a naive person isn't built for the world. Okay. Yeah. All right with that. Sounds good. And it ends in tragedy. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't so much that Lenny was naive. It was that he was like... But he's a simple person. A retard. Well, that's... Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever get through that one. I don't like when people are mean to retarded people. No, it's harsh. It's hard. Yeah. And you feel very bad because he's like an innocent... One of my favorite... uh, 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 Blood Meridian, well, probably my favorite book I ever read. Uh, there's a guy who's mentally retarded who is like, he's, I mean, he's a very minor character, but he's literally treated like an ape. And it's, and it's, it's very upsetting if I think about it. That might be a good place to end. You know what? <laughs> All right, everybody. I don't even know what, this is a weird episode. Uh, You're like half awake. I know. Uh, what do I do here? www.patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. No, we promised people an episode where we listen to their shit, their bullshit. What, their messages? Yeah. Fuck. All right, next episode. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely next time. Uh, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. We'll do, we're not going to do overtime, but we'll do, since we're in the same place, Let's do a Patreon episode tomorrow. It'll be a Patreon exclusive. Maybe it'll be a video. Maybe oh, yeah, just, let's do a video. Yeah, we'll do a video soon. Uh, go to the Patreon, give us money. You get a little extra content. At uh, WP Timeline on Twitter. Go there. Call us idiots. Hit me up if you've read James Joyce. I want to talk to you. Fraud. <laughs> you fraud. Uh, 205-509-9785. You know, people people are like, why do you have a fucking, like, Alabama area code? I don't know. I know why. Tell me. Because when I was picking out the Google phone number there, I wanted it to be... Something punchy and memorable? No, I wanted the, the numerical code of the last four digits to be WPTL. Okay. So 9785 is WPTL. And that's where we could get it. Yeah. And okay. it was the only, it was the only, those numbers only appeared in that numerical order with the area code of 205. I've 
truly, I've never received a phone call from that area code. Yeah, no, I don't think I ever have either. It's a weird, like, I think it's Alabama or some shit. But we've, I've had people be like, why the fuck do you have an Alabama area code? That's why. And there were New York people and now we're in L.A. Uh, 205-509-9785. 205-509-WPTL. Give us a call. Leave us a message. We should. I, you should have told me that people expected a messages episode at the top. Uh, we would have done that. Uh, but next week. And then worst possible timeline at gmail.com. We got a long email from some guy who's clearly deranged. Maybe we'll read that next week fuck. too. All right. Um, uh, 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 bye. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. <laughs>